The Doctrine and Devotion Southwest Conference in Burleson, Texas is going down Saturday, March 21st at 10 a.m. Our theme for this one-day micro-conference is Contending for the Gospel, Protecting Orthodoxy, and Promoting Unity. It's going to be a blast. We believe and pray it's going to be edifying. Go to DoctrineAndDevotion.com for all the details. Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. Boom. 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 Speaking of boom. What? This is a nice mic. Oh, like yeah. Some mic. new microphones, mm-hmm. upgrading some equipment. Yeah. Little by little, doing what we can. Jimmy's studying, when it's right. studying diligently to learn how to use all this much more I have no, equipment. I have no idea what I'm doing. Well, it sounds good, man. It sounds good to uh, me. You know, I just... You, why are we letting the deaf guy do it anyways? Like, you're dead. You have a dead ear. <laughs> I know. I don't even know I don't even know why I have this thing. <laughs> you only need one earpiece. I only yeah, need one you, earpiece for this whole thing. You to save 50%. Yeah. Is that how it works? Mm-hmm. You think they're only going to sell me something with half an earpiece? Oh, yeah. At least you get I the discount that. for sure. Yeah. What kind of discount? Veterans discount. Veteran? Yeah. How? I'm not a veteran. You went to Marmion. It's like the That's same not, thing. That is not the Military same school thing. is not the same thing? It doesn't not, count? You don't no, get the discount? No. No. Nor should I. I wouldn't know how it works. Nor should I. Wow. Thank you, you know, to all those that have served. When I was in high school, um, the the Marine recruiter would come, the Navy recruiter, and they would talk to our class, and uh, and he was you know challenging the kids and everything, and he was giving me a hard time because I I looked like how I looked, right? I looked like a burnout. you look like you should be going, yeah. And uh, it's gonna help you, Joey. Well, I said, I said, I said, so uh, so I I could enlist even though I'm a drug user. <laughs> you didn't goes, say it like that, did I you? Did, of course I did. Yeah, and he goes, no, you are you. We would not take you. Uh, I was like, yes, see, yes, that's right. yeah, peace, yeah, high standards. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was uh, I was happy to not go at the time because I was a selfish, ignorant little pagan, mm. and um, though so, it would have done me a world of good. So, what has changed? Um, now I'm a selfish, ignorant little Christian. That I mean, so the, there's the, okay, the yeah, last yeah. part. The last part changed, has changed. I think, gotcha. Uh, fundamentally, all right. That's, all right. Um, so yeah, man. How's your How's your day going? It's going well. Okay, going well. Mm-hmm. Going it's, fine. We're recording this on Wednesday night. It's going to yep. drop tomorrow on yep. Thursday. So when people are getting this, is fresh pod. Yep. I got to go home get. Some dinner. Oh, and you have your discipleship group tonight. Yep. Got DG tonight. Mm-hmm. So, is this like, uh, is this like, what do you call it? The the sip and paint party. Is that what you guys do? Sip and paint. You know, like those, what is like that? The, it's, it's like, I, the, I have never heard of that. Yeah, the ladies go and they paint and they sip wine and they like paint. And it's like a whole thing. They go out and they do that. It's like no, it's that is not. That's, oh, it's totally that, a thing. I know it's a thing. Yeah, it's not my thing. You are the biggest no, wine no. person I know. I do enjoy wine. Yes, you do. Yes. You get nerdy about it. I do. I'm very nerdy. My wife just got mad at me because I ordered three bottles. Cases. No, I said K- bottles. Cases. Bottles. Casks. Of Eight Years in the Desert by Oren Swift. It's his, uh, Nobody cares about this. It's it's a really good wine. If you can get it, it's nice. Anything by Oren. The Prisoner, everything's good. The, the thing you don't want to do, um, by the way, if you're going to be at the, the conference in Texas, and uh, let's just say you're, you have a chance to grab a meal with Jimmy or something, don't let him drink wine. Okay. Oh, because <laughs> first of all, He's going to ask the waiter, like, oh, you know, he'll gosh. start talking about the wine, and then he's going to get the sample of the wine, and he's going to swish it around, he's going to stick his nose in there, and like all he's an elephant, things, all these put his trunk in there, and then uh, he'll take a sip, and then he'll, okay, he'll start swirling and gargling, he'll start gargling with it, he does it every time, no, it's super embarrassing, no, so don't, I don't go do that. With What I do do, though, hold on, I'll take a drink, hold on. Okay, you going to do it? 
Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I do that. You make the bong noise. That's no. great. <laughs> that is what that is. <laughs> I'm going to grab that, that can... drop. <laughs> put, that in, put that in the effects button. <laughs> That, that, is a, that is a bong noise. I, I don't know what you're talking about, oh, okay. Joey. I'm sure you don't. Hey, Jimmy. Yes. Listen, uh, speaking of bongs. What? Um, <laughs> or no, no, no. Think, uh, bombs. Oh, I, I was going to say, what's, I was gonna what's say what, bombing? What's bong with the SBC? <laughs> what's wrong? What's wrong with the SBC? We've been asking, people have been asking us. Yeah. What's wrong, what, what do you think is wrong with the SBC? You don't think there's anything wrong with the SBC? We talk about, listen, all you got to do is search our episodes. Just and search our episodes. There's a search episode. feature on our website. And, there's episodes about what is wrong with the SBC. Yeah, we gotta, call out the SBC. Multiple episodes. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're it's, not shy about it. I was like, it's like, oh, 11th commandment. We talk about the SBC. Yeah. We, we, we've been we talking about the 11th commandment before you guys have been talking about it on Twitter. Look, um, the whole good old boys club. I've been, we've been talking about, I've been talking about this. Joe as is SBC outside or, of the good boy, good old boys. Look, no one no, likes him. I'm the, I'm the bad old. Wait, boy. what? I don't know. No, it's I'm not they, good no old one. Boy. Trust I'm, not, me, I'm not allowed trust anywhere. Me, if you see Joe with actual SBCers, you'll yeah. notice no one likes him. Yeah. No. They want nothing to do with well, him. Well, depend- Mark, Mark Dever likes me. He's nice. He's nice to me. Mark mm-hmm. Dever? Mm-hmm. No, he's he's yep. way too distinguished. Yeah, no, but he's not like the good old boys. He's not. Oh, no. I guess, yeah, yeah. But he's too distinguished for you. No. Well, he is. He is. Because you know how I know he's distinguished? He parts his hair on the side. That's how you can tell. Mm. Distinguished person. Yeah. Your hair falls in the middle like you're some like wild person. Out of some like movie in the Middle Ages, yeah. I'm just saying, maybe. Okay, maybe. So, anyways, people are asking us what's wrong with the SPC. So they're asking us this because there's been a lot of conflict the yeah. last year or two. A lot of conflict, a lot of a lot of um, a lot arguing, of drama, debate, drama. A lot of mama drama, mama drama from the drama mamas. That's it. There okay, you go. and some of the, some of the drama is is, is warranted. Yeah, 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 of course, yeah, totally, of course. Um, and so some groups have distanced themselves from us um, as if we're liberal or something. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like some people, you know, we used to like you know, oh, write, yeah. write for groups and they, they, you know, we were all friends and now oh, all of a sudden, yeah, yeah. they don't follow us on Twitter anymore. Oh, you know? okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like, <laughs> oh, today, today's going to be my watch. Oh, you know, you go see if, if they're still following I'm going to see if they're still following me because mm. well, one of the individuals is not following you anymore. Yeah, I know. They don't follow me. I'm going to see. We're, we're, I'm as confessional as ever. Oh, I know. I and then know. Um, and, and I'm the one that had help. follows you. He follows me. Yeah. Look at that. Still <laughs> following. Yeah. Well, I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure people know who we're talking about. Anyways, here's the point. Um so we've distanced ourselves follows from me. Other, yeah. <laughs> they, Cuz they don't even know who you are. <laughs> that's your, true. your your username is a bunch of numbers and underscores. You know what? So. Hey, that's it's working. All right, we got to get into this because people right, are going to go ahead. I don't understand why you're not talking about his banter so much. Um all right. So because some have distanced themselves from us and we yeah. have distanced ourselves from others, um, who do we line up with? That's kind of the question, right? Who do you line up with? So before we talk about what's wrong with the SBC, why don't we talk about what's right with the SBC? What do we – because we're still in it. Obviously, we must think it's worthwhile if we're still in yeah, it. Yeah, for now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, don't, don't test us. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> we will leave an organization. Uh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You know who you are. So, um, all right. What's, what's, what's right with the SBC? Big picture? I, I like the, uh, I like, well, we've talked about this a lot. We do like the big tent Baptist unity thing. Like yeah. there's, a, there's a big tent. We can all, it, it, I think it demonstrates um, the unity within the body of Christ. Of course, we're still Baptists, but there is a, quite a bit of diversity among us because it's not a super narrow theological um, 
yeah. confession that we use, it's broader that would include more kinds of Baptists. Yeah, I mean, actually, I mean, when you, you know, when you're talking about that big tent Baptist unity, there's Moeller's recent article, mm-hmm. uh, Unity in the SBC is Theological. You right? were so like, excited about that article. I was really. And so he <laughs> says this. Uh, what holds the Southern Baptist Convention together, what beliefs shape our common faith and define our cooperation in missions and evangelism and theological education? There is a short answer to the questions of theological identity among Southern Baptists. Beginning in 1925, Southern Baptists have summarized our beliefs in the Baptist faith and message, the BFNM, most recently revised in 2000. The Baptist faith and message is the doctrinal statement that advertises to the world what Southern Baptists believe. It establishes the base parameters for SBC entities to use in employment, and it serves as a written testimony to the convictions that unite Southern Baptists and undergird our cooperation. All right. Yeah. It's a good article. Everybody should read that article. Uh, We'll link to that in the show notes. Well Uh, worth your time. And um, yeah, so our our confessional identity, the BFNM 2000, allows for diversity while ensuring orthodoxy within Baptist distinctives, right? Yeah, I like the way you put that. Now, it doesn't guarantee that, of course. I mean, we're going no. to have churches that are going to have to be removed from time to time. There are going to and be... some that should be removed yeah, now. Of course. And, you know, there's going to be, you know, theological fights that happen where people are pushing the boundaries of the BFM. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe some of the underlying assumed theology of the Baptist faith and message, because it can't hit everything. But nevertheless, the what is supposed to hold us together is... Is the truth. So we, we like, we li- even though we are Reformed Baptists or Calvinistic Baptists or particular Baptists, if you want to be super historical about it, um, like the founders of the, of the SBC, minus the racism and slavery, um, we, uh, we like that. We like being able to play with different kinds of Christians and cooperate right. together for making disciples. And we're, not, we're not worried about it because we trust the Lord to, to sort out um, how all the people... And it, the people that he uses, you know, it reminds me of like George Whitfield and uh, John Wesley, right? George Whitfield, Calvinist, Wesley, kind of a, kind of a, not the greatest theologian, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but the Lord used both of them mightily uh, yes. for the Great Awakening, and praise God for that. So that's similar how I feel about uh, about the the SBC, the Big Ten. What's something? What 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 is something that comes to mind that you think of? Like what's good about the SBC? I. I I definitely think the seminaries are really good. I mean, I haven't had the opportunity to go to an SBC seminary, but you see uh, the, the the rigor that these individuals are being put through. Well, right? if they like, go to Southern, yeah. Of course. <laughs> you see the standard, right? And at you Southern. See, yeah. at, Southern <laughs> at the Southern the Baptist. Southern Baptist you're so thing. proud of that, aren't you? Every single mm-hmm. time. You're mm-hmm. so proud of that. But like, even look at Midwestern yeah, Baptist, sure. right? Great you seminary. see some great things going on there. Love you, see, you see like the churning out these fantastic pastors, right? Yep. Yeah, good things going on. Um, the, the, the three seminaries that I'm most encouraged by right now are, are Southern Midwestern and Southeastern. Whoa. Oh, I know. That means Whoa. obviously. Obviously. There you go. Whoa. All my cards are on the table now. <laughs> I'm obviously for lady Whoa. preachers. And, and for revoice, and now they now we know. Thank yeah. you for the clarity. Now, I personally, I I think um, my, my, honestly that the top two I think are, are Southern and Midwestern, um, because there there seems to be more of a reformed orientation yeah, yeah. in those seminaries. Um, 
and I would put Southern at, at the top of that for a lot of reasons, but then I would put Midwestern edging out Southern in for a couple of other reasons in, in different ways. I do agree. Seminaries are great. You know, if you're, a, if you're an SBC church and you're sending one of your people to seminary, by the way, if you're sending one of your people to seminary, yeah. I hope that church will find ways to support that person in oh, going yeah. to seminary. But the sem- you get a discount going to the seminaries. Um, it's, a, it's a great opportunity. We're pro-seminary. So we like the seminaries. Um, how, about, how about the North American Mission Board? Yeah. That's a good thing. Now, like like every organization in the SBC, it's going to have weak parts, right? Everybody, like in my in our local church, we have weak parts and strong parts. Uh, so when you look at the at the North American Mission Board, there are weak parts and strong parts. But overall, they're doing a, a really good job. They're working very hard to mm-hmm. plant churches, to preach the gospel, to make disciples in North America. And, um, and I've seen great improvement over the past 20 years. Um, when I was... When my wife and I were commissioned as missionaries with the North American Mission Board in 2000 to now, honestly, my perception was in 2000, um, if, if a monkey could use sign language to show the gospel, they'd let that guy be a mission, that monkey be a missionary, <laughs> uh, be a church planter. They would send anybody who could, as long as you didn't speak in tongues or drink beer, you yeah, could be a church they, planter. You can go. Um, but now they, they have a better assessment process. They're actually not just sending anybody. Yeah. They, um, they're being much more careful. And so, yeah, North American Mission Board, I like it. Uh, what about the International Mission Board? Don't like it. Why? Terrible. Why? If God wants to save the heathen, he'll don't, do it without don't, you. Don't, don't, Is that hyper-Calvinism? That, oh, yeah. Okay. Let's not, let's not do We that. like the MB. One of our family, one of our members. One uh, of our members is uh, part of it, yeah. Of IMB doing great work. Fantastic work. Love it. IMB, what's great about the IMB is that uh, they don't have to come back and raise support. No. They get to just focus on the mission, the task the Lord has given them when they're on the mission field. It's such come a back, blessing, right? They come That's back such and just get blessing. to preach and testify. Yep. And share what God has done. Oh, it's just awesome. I love it. Yeah. Well, we got the uh, the SPC disaster relief. Oh, yeah. See, when you're a denomination and you got some coin, you can pull those resources together and actually have an effective disaster relief. So, you know, when uh, the coronavirus you know, hits around here. We you're, can have you're, the, you're all about coronavirus today. Yeah, I'm, I'm working on a conspiracy theory. I'm mentioned working, it three yeah, I'm wor- times. I'm working on a conspiracy theory. Stop it. Bigfoot, UFOs, and coronavirus. I'm working on they're it. They're all right together? I think, that, well, they're connected, yeah. They're connected? Yeah, connected dots. Give me, just give me one connection of the dot. Okay, well, um, obviously Bigfoots are aliens that have come off of the UFOs. And their strategy was to populate the wilderness uh-huh. um, over, you know, uh, 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 roughly over two centuries. Okay. And so now there are enough of them. Now they're releasing. Their... So you're saying there's, there's, there's big feet, not big foot. No, it's big foots, plural. That's big how you, foots? That's how you say yes. big foots? Okay. Yeah, I don't say big feet or big feet. So uh, then they're, they're releasing the coronavirus as like a strategy. So to, like they to, made it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a, it's, how it's, how it's, did they make it? It's like, it's like chemical warfare, I think. Nobody cares about this. All right. So. I don't believe in any of that, except for maybe a little bit of Bigfoot. Okay. Oh, a little bit? No alien stuff. Joe, okay. a little bit? A little tiny bit, maybe. And I don't even believe, I just like it. I just like it. How about this? How about this? Okay. Like 70%? No. No, no, no. 80%? I like it 100%. But you believe it. I don't. I believe 75. it 1%. 1%. There's a 1% chance that there's Bigfoot out 1%. there. 1%. There's no, there's no empirical evidence. That's the problem. It's just eyewitness testimony. Anyway, um, <laughs> I listen to a lot of Bigfoot podcasts. Yeah, I know. I share an account with you, and you sit there, and you like like certain accounts on our Instagram thing, and I'm like, I have to go through and unfollow these things. What are you talking about? I don't do that. Oh, yes, you stop do. It. Oh, can we just focus on what you like about the SBC? Uh, you know what? ERLC. Liberal. I'm going to say it. You're so liberal. I'm going to say it. I guess you're voting for Bernie then, aren't you? I, no. Obviously, ERLC. I am not voting for, for mm-hmm. Bernie. You know that. Ethics and religious liberal 
Commission? Mm, no. Is that, what, is that what it stands for? <laughs> no, that's not what it stands for. We actually like the ERLC. Yeah. The ERLC is a great thing. The policy arm of the SBC uh, promoting and pursuing uh, rel- freedom of, of religious expression, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, pushing back against the evils of abortion. Um, man, I, I, I'm... I'm happy. Now, it doesn't mean that the ROC doesn't misstep. Yeah, it doesn't mean it hasn't made mistakes or that there's things I disagree with. Yeah, I thought the way, listen, I like Russ more. I thought the the way he handled Trump was not smart um, on the front end. Yeah, Um, he should have been more of a politician, guys. (laughs) That's not what I'm saying. (laughs) I'm saying, though, that you've got to find, here's the problem. In that situation and the way that a lot of the critics are talking about each other these days is none of y'all know how to win anybody who's not already on your side. Yeah. Like, that's the problem. Like, you're, you're going to rile up your base, but you're not going to win anybody to your side because you don't know how to talk to the other side or understand the other side a lot of the time. Anyways, Jimmy, mm. you know who, uh, you know how it's hard, it, it's hard to understand people and how to communicate sometimes? Oh, really, really hard. Because you got you to communicate in a way that they can understand. I know, you know. You got to use the right words. Right words. And, and you know what? Probably you need something that's a bit more word to word. And you probably want that gold standard. When it comes to you want, scripture you gotta, reading. You want to communicate. You want to communicate the essential ideas, right? Mm, the essential. Wait, yeah. yeah. Word for word. Yeah, it's like word for word. Mm. Now, you said gold standard. Then you said, did you say NASB? I, I was just about to say. Yeah, I, I was just about to say that is, NASB. That is considered the gold standard. That's, um, I think you have that tattoo, don't you? Gold standard. Gold NASB standard. in gold lettering. <laughs> We are very honored that uh, Zondervan is uh, so ridiculous. <laughs> they are, never, you're you, the only one that would do that. Put 1689. Yeah, well, listen, I'll get almost any tattoo if it's free. <laughs> if it's free. I'll just go ahead and let you do oh. it. So you're telling me if Zondervan sponsors a piece of your body, yeah. you would get tattooed NASB I, gold standard? I, no, I wouldn't do that. But I would I would get scripture tattooed on my body in the NASB. Oh, yeah, that doesn't do that. count. That doesn't count. So listen, Zondervan's not sponsoring our tattoos, but it is sponsoring the podcast. And uh, this month, Zondervan is publishing new beautiful Bibles in the NASB 1995 text with Zondervan's new exclusive NASB comfort print typeface. Mm. Now, um, there's, a, there's a new NASB Bible coming out this month. Um, it's the preacher's Bible. It's the, I, they sent me this one and, uh, in the goat skin, oh. I like to imagine it's the hide of the devil. That's how we, he's defeated Christ, defeated devil. And I, I'm using what? his skin to hold my Bible together because he's a punk. Anyway, um, the, the preacher's Bible is, is beautiful. It's, uh, it's well laid out. And, um, the, w- one of the cool practical features is that the preacher's Bible matches page for page with the NASB pew and worship Bible. So if you use the NASB pew Bibles in your congregation, uh, you know what page they should be on. You can just look at your Bible, tell them what page they need to be on. Boom. They're right there. I can't do that with uh, the Bible that I use and the pew Bibles that we use. So. Love that feature. If you want more information on the NASB Comfort Print or all these new NASB Bibles, you just go to NASB1995.com. Easy to remember, right? NASB1995.com? Yeah. Go there, check them out, get a Bible. So, Joe, we talked about the good things of the SBC. We like the good. We like the good. Now, we need to talk about the bad. Don't like the bad. Yeah, what's... uh, Joe, I'm going to let you hit this one first, okay? Okay. And I want your honest... Honest. Honest. Okay. Honest opinion. Mm-hmm. No 11th you know, commandment stuff here. No, we don't do that. I, I just want to make sure you don't. What's wrong with the SPC? There's a lot to choose from. Oh, is there? Okay, so I'm going to go with what I think is most problematic, and that would be the SPC logo. 
the SBC logo. That is the worst that thing is to you? so bad. It's so dated. I think it is. And the name. I don't like the name. Southern Baptist Convention. We need to change the name. Are you What? Oh, yeah. What are you going to change it to? Are you kidding me? But actually, first of all. I actually disagree with you on that. You Changing the name? Change it from Southern. We are not the Southern. We are not a Southern Baptist Convention. We are a convention of Baptists that are global. Or at least we could say we are a convention of Baptists that fill, that go across all of North America. Originally, it was a Southern Baptist Convention located in the South. Y'all, you're going to be, you're not going to get this. Yeah. No, you're wrong. You might get the logo changed. Yeah. I'll get the logo changed. You'll get the logo gonna, changed. Listen, I just don't think you'll get that. They actually commissioned a new name. They called it the Great Commission Convention or something like that. And um, GCC? I don't know what it is. But, uh, but here's, here's what happened. They, uh, you can identify your church as that instead of a Southern Baptist church, and it still counts. And if you use that URL, it takes them to the SBC.net. They did this whole thing because people don't like Aww. the name. No, well, Northerners don't like the name. Anyways, okay, so that's not a serious thing. That's not a serious thing. It's not? No, I mean, the, the logo, you know, moderately serious name, a little moderately serious. But no, what's really wrong with the SBC? We talk about this all the time. Uh, unregenerate church members. Mm. We got, uh, Jimmy, how many, how many members... How many Southern Baptist church members are there in America? Didn't they say like 16 million? Yeah, it's down to 15. We keep losing people. We keep losing people. Okay. <laughs> 15 million. 15 million. 15 million. That's a big now, denomination. Now, now, yeah, but how many are there on Sunday? 5 million. Oh. Yeah. That's a third, oh, Jimmy. Thank you. Well done. Look at that. 5, well 10, 15. done. I can do my fives. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very proud SBC of you. can't do their fives. They <laughs> do it. 15 million members, only five million. Now, okay, let's just say some people are going to die and we'll be slow to remove them off the membership. Yeah, list yeah, that makes sense. Else. I can't But uh, no, this is primarily the result of uh, weak evangelism, a bad understanding of of conversion, yeah. uh, you know, messed up evangelistic practices, uh, and more. So this is a real problem. And the reformed among the SBC, like the Founders Ministries, we've been talking about this issue for decades. Yeah, right? um, yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if not longer, I've only been around for decades. And uh, so that's definitely a real problem we need to address. Not, not happy with it. We need to figure out how to best clean it up. And then to practice regenerate church membership, which we've talked about on previous episodes. Uh, what about just weak ecclesiology? Right. Who has weak ecclesiology oh, in the SBC? Come on. Really? Stop stop playing. Joey. Joey, you, you're out there a lot more than I am. You know. You're talking about the stormtrooping dancer? On, uh, <laughs> like, along with Game that, of Thrones throwing. Okay, along with that, then unchecked pragmatism. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Like, uh, here's the thing. It just, okay, let, let's, let's even talk about like just a theology of worship. Let's talk about the pastor's conference, right? Yeah. Let's at least hit on that because I will say this. Homeboys over at Founders is right. Oh, they're totally right. They're on totally this. right. Hundred percent. Right. Hundred and ten. Yeah. I mean, Hundred and twenty. We're going to link to that article in in this. Two hundred percent. And uh, yeah, they, listen, the SBC Pastors Conference is. Um, I've never gone. I've gone to the SBC many, many times. Never. Oh, gone to the you Pastors have no Conference. voice. Then you have no right to speak into this. Oh yeah, I do. No, you don't. I do. Watch you, me. You've never gone. I don't have to go. Yeah. Well, what do you mean you don't have to go? You've never gone once. Even when it was good, you weren't there. Well, that's assuming it was, was ever good. It was ever really good. <laughs> well, last year they were having James McDonald as the main speaker. Oh, well done, Pastors Conference. <laughs> <laughs> really, guys? Can't figure this out. But this is pretty bad. You know, and they, so yeah, the, the ecclesiology thing, um, I think you're right. I think that's a, that is a real problem. Um, you know, even with this, with this Pastors Conference, you know, they had a woman coming to do spoken word, right? And um, oh, a, a lady pastor from a church. Yes. Yeah, so she is a, a pastor, a teaching pastor at a church, and they're bringing her in. And I put pastor in quotes, y'all. Yeah. Okay. I, I always forget when we don't have video. 
Oh, <laughs> you did air quotes. So here's the thing. Um, Jimmy and I are complementarians, uh, Danvers statement guys. We don't believe that women can serve as pastors or elders. That's the same thing for us. And um, so, I, yeah, obviously, there's nothing wrong with a woman doing spoken word at a pastor's conference, clearly. Um, but the fact that you're bringing a woman who is a teaching pastor to church I, I, it's hard for me to imagine you're not trying to push buttons at that point. Yeah, you're you're trying to poke the bear. I would. Know, I like knowing the bear. What, yeah, knowing what's going on, knowing the conversations, mm-hmm. knowing the issues that are happening, and how riled up people are. And you would think, you know what? I'm going to take a step back and maybe exercise a bit more discernment and wisdom here. Yeah, I mean, we just go ahead and just invite Beth Moore to sing a song. Then you know what I mean? Because <laughs> uh, if you really want to get people riled that, up, <laughs> yeah. The only thing, only way you could have made it any worse for yourselves is Beth Moore preaching. And Kyle Moore doing a, or Kyle Howard, sorry, Kyle Howard doing a, like, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. seminar Mm -hmm. on CRT. Okay, there you go. So, yeah, that was just, it's a mess. And that's just, that's a a little symptom of, um, and there's people, everybody has thoughts on the pastor's conference. And listen, I wouldn't want to be in charge of the pastor's conference. uh, Because it would just just be you and me. And then (laughs) uh, we would do our thing and be like 10 people there. Here's the thing. Joe would forget that we had a conference even scheduled. Was I supposed to do that? Is that 2020? (laughs) I beat you to it. I love that joke. <laughs> my calendar says 2017 over there on my wall. So I'm not really sure what year it is. <gasps> so are we going long? No, no, we're fine. I just, I got an alert. There's a new episode of, so yeah, don't worry. Continue. What are you watching? Don't worry about Singer? It. First of all, yes, I am. Yeah. I am watching The Masked mm-hmm. Singer. But yeah. All right. So we got... Um, Unregenerate church members, we got, you said, weak ecclesiology yeah. and the pragmatism. We got problems like legalism, mm. and, 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 and that's going to happen in most in any, any organization, right? Yeah. But it's a real problem. We need to address it yep. more, yep. more clearly. Yep. We've got um, bloated state conventions. You what know, does that mean? It means that, you know, we have, the SBC exists, you know, for like two days a year uh, annually. That's when the Southern Compactors Convention actually exists. It's when we all meet together. And then it exists in state associations or conventions. Okay. And um, and there's staff and there's, you know, offices. And, man, we've got a lot of people that are paid full-time salaries who are just... That only working two days a, week, or a year? Well, I don't know. I don't know if they're only working two days a, a year, but they're... Uh, yeah, I know. I guess, a lot we of really, I guess we really don't know what they're doing. No, I, I I know what some of them are doing. Oh, yeah. They're they jacking things up. They're, some of them are totally unnecessary. We need to. Okay, so the issue is not that they're not working. The issue is that what they're doing is yeah, just not. So even. it's a bloated. Like we do, we need to trim all the fat. Not all the fat. Little fat's good, you know. But you got to you got to trim the fat. You got to you got to bring this thing down to a more manageable size. Be better stewards with the money mm. that is given to the state convention, so that we're not paying some guy to help start a church that's supposed to be SBC, uh, but doesn't even have any congregational voting or accountability. Yeah. Anyway. Mm. What do you think about this last one? I don't know. Critical race theory. Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Critical race theory is a problem. You know, critical race theory and, um, and the female preaching thing or the women preaching thing, these are issues. Um, I think CRT is, terribly flawed, problematic uh, perspective, philosophy, um, worldview, whatever you want to call it. Um, I don't know that it is as widespread as some people are seem to seem to think that it is. You think so? No, I don't see I don't see it as the as this. I guess it's hard when you just look online and you see, you know, supporters of it coming out. So see, I don't see lots of supporters of CRT. I see people saying, okay, things. Maybe, how about this? Maybe, maybe, maybe what I'm misrepresent or mess, miss seeing here, I guess I don't know what the word is. 
what I'm missing here is maybe it's not so much that they're supporters of it, but maybe they're just disagreeing with others. The right? pushback. They're disagreeing with the pushback. And some people are influenced by CRT and they don't know it. Yeah. Um, some people um, are repeating ideas and phrases that are are that to them sound right, but they haven't, they don't really, they don't understand what it is saying. Yeah. And then there are people like, you know, in the past uh, I've done this, I've even done it on the podcast where I'll try to define racism along the lines of CRT just to get a conversation going. Right. So, Mm -hmm. you know, if, if we're going, because I think we can define racism in a couple of different ways. Right. So um, if we are defining it as common, you know, CRT people would define it like, well, it's the it's the it's the oppression of a particular people group by those in power. Yeah. And so if you don't have power, you can't be racist. Okay, fine. Well, let's talk about that. I can talk about that. But then like, let's come up with a word to talk about like what most of us would just call racism. Then right, prejudice or whatever. Yeah. Um. So there's there's definitely people that will kind of speak in that CRT language, and that doesn't mean that they're CRT. It might mean that they're confused. It might mean that yeah. they. That they're they're they, they're wrong, but it might just mean that they need some help. And then coming at them with both barrels is probably not the best. Yeah. Best. And it's the same with like the female preachers, guys. We've talked about this. We've talked about it a few times in the podcast. We did a video a long time ago. We were riffing at a cigar shop. By the way, haters. Oh, we here were, we we're go. not trying to be cool by sitting in the cigar shop. That's we, just what we do. That's just where we always go. Well, that was then. Yeah, I, I haven't been there. Yeah, you, I, it's been a one even once recently. Yeah, I went on last t- Saturday. T- just t- t- too busy. Yeah, but um. That's just what we did. Yeah. This is where we're always at, and we're always smoking. I'm at least I'm always smoking. Yeah. So, anyways, um, we were there, and the question was: Is like, well, could a lady preach at your church? Could a woman preach at your church? And our argument was, and we didn't, we did a bad job at this. It was very confusing. It wasn't helpful. Yeah. Um, but that's how people talk. That's how pastors talk sometimes. They're just riffing, and so in these conversations, we just kind of like let you in on that. But um, if people allow non-ordained men, non-pastors, to preach in their church, our argument would be: Well, that's not a person that has authority. That person yeah. does not have authority. The scripture has authority. The pastors in the church have authority, but that guest preacher does not have authority at that church. So, um, so technically then, if that's what you practice, you could make the argument that a woman could preach there under the authority of the elders, not having authority herself. We were saying you could make that argument. Like that would be a consistent argument. Yeah. I don't agree with it, but you can, I don't, we don't do that, but that's a that could be a consistent argument. So no, we don't we don't think um, and it, we don't we don't think it's a good practice uh, at local churches. Now in a conference setting, do not care. Like, we'll be yeah, really honest yeah. about that. Don't care about a conference setting. That we're we're only looking at the local church stuff. So Joe, uh, we are running out of time here, but I, I do want to hit on a few things. Right within the SBC, mm-hmm. we we see these warring factions. Right, right. And I think we both agree there's differing groups within. And and organizations within the SBC, and that's a that's a good thing. Yeah, that's fine. You can have you can have the what is it, the John three sixteen. I don't know. You have the Arminian, not the Arminian, but you have the non-Calvinist groups, non-Calvinist, the yeah. Calvinist groups. Yep. You know, you got. I don't. I'm, I'm sure there's a bunch of other. You got, the, you got founders. Yep. Yeah. Whatever. These are these are good things, right? But what what we're seeing though within the SBC is that there's there's more division and mm. less love. We right? can't talk to each other. No, Moeller actually talks about that. He says, we have lost our ability to talk respectfully and conven- uh, convictionally, right? And he says, like, the BFNM is our doctrinal summary, and it serves us well. It should stand as Southern Baptist revised in 2000 as a central guide to the certain definite beliefs that establish our cooperation. He ends here by saying, all Southern Baptists believe... All Southern Baptists believe more than is in the BFNM. Right. But the point is that no Southern Baptist should believe less. Yeah. 
So this is our this is this is our thing, and we should be able to. But we've lost being able to talk respectfully uh, and convictionally, right? Yeah, that's. I mean, that's. He says that in that article really well. Um, so yeah, we're going to disagree, and that's fine. We're going to debate, and that's fine. And we're going to denounce people, and that is sometimes absolutely necessary. But disagreement and debate, while normal among all associations of Christians. Um, is only really helpful if it's done properly, right? If, if, in other words, if you're appealing to Scripture, yeah. seeking to understand the other person and lead them to the truth without being um, pugnacious, without being unnecessarily combative, without, without broad-brushing, misrepresenting, or assuming the worst about these people. Yeah. Like, yeah. So some guy says something that you think is CRT, or somebody says something that clearly is CRT, don't assume that they are full-blown CRT. Yeah. Yeah, they just might ask misunderstand. Them, and, yeah. then, and then people will come back and go, oh, actually, no. That's I'm, not, I'm not what I mean by that, right? That's not what I mean. And maybe I shouldn't have said that, or maybe I was wrong, or whatever. But um, disagreement debate, very, very good. And we got to be able to denounce people when they abandon our confessional identity. When they do that, you got to be able to call them out and say, listen, they are outside of the bounds of, of our yes. orthodoxy. Yes. And we got to be able to say, listen, I appreciate uh, your past, but where you're at now, is not going to fly here. You got to go. And that's fine. That's fine. But there's a, there's a, there's good and bad. We see this happening in the SBC, but there's, there's bad examples of this. There's good examples. Of yeah. It. It's a, it's a pretty big, it gets, I think it gets complicated. It's like with that, um, with that article that Tom Askell wrote, uh, interesting times and changing times in the SBC. You read that, right? You yeah. Refer, yeah. Cause you referred to it earlier. Yep. Yep. No, I read it. So in that article, there's stuff to affirm. There's like, we totally agree with him. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, there's things with that, the pastor's conference and things like that, that, it, that I disagree with. He uh, mentioned, actually, let me pull it up uh, over at Southern Baptist about uh, our Southern seminary uh, about the, uh, the article that uh, uh, Moeller had scrubbed from the website. Right. Uh, who was, it was Dr. Hall's mm-hmm. article. And, and Dr. So- Hall's come out and said, I reject CRT yeah. entirely. And so Moeller's like, yeah, I scrubbed it. I took it off because it doesn't reflect what we believe. Yeah. So there's things that Tom's pointing out there that, and he's concerned about that, you know, I agree with where he's coming from in that. Yeah. Then there's other things I'm like, okay, like the, <laughs> okay. So the whole, uh, Karen Swallow Pryor thing, mm-hmm. um, she gets lit up on social media by some ungodly tweeters out there, man. Oh yeah. The tweeters be tweaking. I don't, why is she still on Twitter? I would hate, I would hate to be her. You think on when she got hit by that bus, she'd be like, "I'm just getting. I don't want to get hit again." You know, yeah, no, not only that. I just want to. Uh, what do you mean? Wait, she got hit by a bus. I know, but what was that going to do with Twitter? Because she's getting run over by all these crazies oh, on Twitter, man. <laughs> it took me a moment. Yeah, I was like, I was like, but like, no, for real. I'd be like, you know what? I want to enjoy life. This yeah, because you almost lost it when you got hit by that yeah. bus. So she got she got creamed by that bus. It was yeah. a very serious. Accident. No, no, no. Yeah, we were praying. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. and um, so, anyways, so. Uh, in the article, um, Tom says, last fall, Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary President Danny Aiken hired Karen Swallow Pryor to teach at the seminary and its associated college. Dr. Pryor is an endorser of the Revoice Conference, a conference that supports and encourages, quote, gay, lesbian, and bisexual, and other same-sex attracted Christians. As you can imagine, Tom says, the announced hire raised many questions by Southern Baptists who will be asked to pay her salary. Um... Okay, so Revoice is a terrible 
idea. It's, it's, oh, it, yeah. Um, yeah. At first it was a conference and now it's some kind of an organization. And when it was getting ready to launch just as a conference um, that was going to uh, seek to help same-sex attracted uh, Christians in particular, uh, Karen Swallow Pryor was asked to endorse the conference. And so she did. She endorsed it before it took place. Mm-hmm. But then as it began to develop, she distanced herself from it uh, because it wasn't what she thought it was going to be. Hold on. What do you mean she distanced? Like she just like quietly backed away and just said, nah. Yeah, she, uh, no, she said, uh, well, she, she talked about it in print. Um, she did, there was an interview that I read uh, which she got hired at uh, Southeastern about this. Uh, she talked about it on podcasts. I listened to at least one of those. And she actually sent an email to Tom. Tom asked her about it in an email, Tom Askell. And her response is, in part, I'm just going to read part of it because I'm not going to read the whole thing. Um, but she said, I believe marriage, because so Tom asked her about endorsing the Revoice Conference. She said, I believe marriage and sexuality are designed by God to be expressed within marriage between one man and one woman, a picture of Christ in his church. I signed the Nashville Statement for this mm-hmm. reason. I also support the SBC's 2019 resolution on sexuality and personal identity. My statement about Revoice was made in advance of the first conference. At that time, I thought that this conference would prove to be an important contribution to the overall conversation about God's will for celibate, same-sex attracted. I ended up disagreeing with many of the speakers and many of the views expressed there. I believe some of them were wrong and unbiblical. However, I didn't expect to agree with everything. I have been a part of many conferences and never expect to agree with everything. My disagreements were strong enough that I declined a later invitation for additional affiliation, though I continue to pray for and encourage these brothers and sisters as they strive to adhere to the biblical sexual ethic. That's, I, think, I feel like that's a pretty clear statement about pretty what happened. Pretty straightforward, pretty direct. Now, I know Tom says that this is not a clear enough or... Well, I think the... Hold on. In his article, I think it was... Uh... He says it's not direct enough or something. Yeah, like that, that he has not received. My straightforward question about her endorsement of Revoice has yet to be answered by either Dr. Aiken or Dr. Pryor. Yeah, directly. Directly. That's yeah. the word. It has been yeah. yet and to I, be directly I, answered. Okay, so we can quibble about whether or not th- how direct this is. I feel like this is pretty direct. And so you can be unsatisfied with whether or not it's direct, but she clearly does not endorse the Revoice conference. She yeah. endorsed the Revoice conference. And then. And now she's like, yeah. Removed herself she, she's, from She's it. walking that back. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she could have, she could do more, she could do less, but, um, I just like, this is where you just gotta be charitable towards people, man. I know we're amped and we're, we want to, there was some of you guys that endorsed Doc and Devo. Yeah. Oh, oh, I haven't heard your recantations. Some of you are, are endorsing Doc and Devo, even on websites and social media accounts that have nothing to do with Doc and Devo. (laughs) By the way, if you want to leave a five-star review of Doc and Devo on the Gospel Coalition, Founders Ministries, or anywhere else, take a screen grab, send that to us. We're just trolls, bro. That's our favorite thing. Okay, Jimmy, let's wrap this up. Big picture overall. Oh, about the SBC? SBC. All right, here we go. It's a hot mess. It is. It is... uh, Dumpster fire. It's getting close to a dumpster fire. Yeah. Um, There's good in there, there's bad in there. Yep. Right? There's going to be fights. Oh yeah, yeah. But we can fight with debate and, and debate with dignity, right? We can do it. We can do it as Christians. Yeah, and we should be able to firm up the BF and M, mm-hmm. right? In in our this agreement and and in our cooperation. How about this, everybody? If you can't affirm the BF and M, get, get out. out. Yeah, like, don't, don't be part of the let's, SBC. Let's make that a thing. You it should be a thing. You can't be an SBC church if you don't embrace the BF and M. Yeah, make it a thing. That's Done. not a thing. Nope. That's not a thing. Not a thing. Now to be a church plant, I think you have to you have to, but yeah. uh, you know, to come in as one to come in as one later, you just have to have have, have money cooperate money. You have to have you money. Have money and, you got to have money, and you got to cooperate with the spirit of the convention. Mm, Something like that. I don't know. But doesn't the BFNM help 
people understand what the spirit of the convention is and where we are doctrinally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, you mm. know what you didn't say? Hmm. You didn't get into Resolution 9. How come you didn't say something about Resolution 9? Uh, did I miss it? No, it's not in the notes. Oh. I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> yeah, and, and listen, here's the thing about resolutions, guys. Um, resolutions are mostly meaningless. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry to tell you. Um, it, they basically take the temperature of the convention that year. That's all that they are. And so we've had some bad ones in the past. We, had, we, we passed a resolution uh, in the 70s that said, like, oh, well, abortion's bad, but, you know, if the baby's going to be deformed, you can go ahead and abort it. That was one of our resolutions. I think it was 1971. Anyway, mm. hey, listen, you know what else you can fix, SBC? Get that logo fixed and change the name. <laughs> you really want it. You're really on that, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, man. Get that You really want there. that done. Nobody see that globe cross mess. It looks <laughs> terrible. I feel like I made that logo. It looks terrible. It looks like, it looks like somebody made it in the 60s, and uh, mm. Mm. it's not timeless. Mm. It's definitely not. It's dated. Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You can follow us online on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, DoctrineDevotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast or hit up the store, JoeFoStore.com, and grab some gear. Hashtag change the logo. Fresh pod every Monday and Thursday. Blog post on Wednesdays later. Mm -hmm.